0: Hello and welcome back to My Zillineal Life. So I'm really considering starting to film these episodes of me just speaking into a microphone because I want you guys to see how ridiculous I look with these humongous headphones I have on. They're studio headphones, they're from amazon and they are obnoxious but they're pink so i like that about them and they're pretty comfortable but yeah they're huge and uh, i really just kind of want to try sometime going on a walk with these on and seeing what people say or you know if they look at me could be interesting could be a fun experiment anyways welcome to the fifth episode of my zillennial life this is the fourth actual full episode because the first one was just like a introduction so uh yes this is the fourth full episode but the fifth official episode of my zillennial life i just made that way more complicated than it needed to be but yeah hello episode five you're listening to it right now and you're probably wondering katie what are you going to talk about and the truth is i only figured out what i was going to talk about like less than an hour ago because i asked you guys for like topics to talk about, you know, on Instagram, and there was just two topic submissions. And as great as both of those topic submissions were, I was not in the mood to do either of them this week. Um, One was climate change, I think. And that is a heavy topic, and I would love to dive into it. But I'm not in the mood to do a bunch of research. So instead, we're going to go over a few other things that I have been interested in speaking to you about. And Um, we're also gonna take, I'm gonna take a BuzzFeed quiz, I think, at the end of this episode, that'll be like the last part of it, and it's gonna be how much of a 90s kid am I quiz, because I've always wondered that about myself, you know? I was born in 1995, can I even really consider myself a 90s kid? So, yeah, I'm gonna figure that out later on, but, um, first we're just gonna do the usual, you know, lesson of the week, I'm gonna talk about something that happened in my life this week. Or I'm also possibly just going to skip that entirely and talk about angel numbers, which is what I kind of want to dive into a little bit here at the beginning. And it has to do with today's date, which is September 16th. First, I actually will kind of go over something that I thought would be fun to share with you guys. Um, It was just like a happy moment from my week, a moment that I was proud of myself for. And it's going to sound really silly, I know. But essentially, I woke up Saturday morning a little bit hungover and i uh, had a headache so i took advil as you do as i do usually when i have a headache and i decided to take advil but all i had eaten was cereal and i guess that was not enough food so tmi but i threw up the advil that happens to me sometimes when i take ibuprofen or you know excedrin anything like that on an empty stomach it makes me sick sometimes so i got sick and that made my day even worse and so i literally stayed at my boyfriend's apartment he was at work and i laid in his bed until like 4 p.m. okay i did not get up once it was very lazy i had a bunch of plans for saturday and i wasn't able to accomplish any of them because i felt so crappy i started to feel a little bit better later in the day i you know i was feeling quite down on myself for not really doing much and i was like i'm gonna get up right now and i'm gonna go thrift shopping i'm gonna treat myself and make this day great and that's what i did because it's really sad i know but i have not been thrift shopping or shopping really in general in an actual store since before quarantine, Um, unless you count Target, which I guess you can count Target, but uh, yeah, I haven't been to a thrift store in a while, so I went to Goodwill and Salvation Army on Saturday, and I had a grand time, and the reason why I think it's so fun sometimes to do things by yourself is because you can really just be in your own element, and thrift shopping is definitely something I like to do for the most part, um, by myself or at least with one other friend, but like shopping in general, I, I think it's more fun to do it when you're by yourself because you can just um, put in a pair of headphones and treat it like you're going on a walk and just do your thing and, you know, pick out the items you want, try them on. I don't personally try anything on usually, um, at least not when I'm thrift shopping, so I just kind of grab the pieces I want and I, I go with it. And I was able to you know, get a few cute pieces from Goodwill and Salvation Army, also got some dog toys for my boyfriend's dog, and I just ended up turning my entire day around, so I thought I would share that with you, um, but also as a reminder that, like, if you decide to just lay around all day and do nothing, don't be too down on yourself about that, let yourself have that time to just rest, and especially in cases where you don't feel well, but I also wanted to say that in cases where you do kind of feel crappy about how you spent your day... You know, sometimes all it takes is a little bit of motivation um, and the inkling or urge to shop, which in this case saved my entire weekend because it really did turn my day around. So um, it it helped that I, you know, eventually started feeling better. I don't think I would have gone thrift shopping if I still felt sick. But um, yeah, so that's my tip of the week, guys. Go thrift shopping or, you know, do things that make you happy, even if it's later on in the day. Um, do whatever you can just to try to uh, have a good peace from each day of your life because life is short so yeah hopefully that makes sense but honestly I really just wanted to share that because I'm just super proud of myself for getting out of bed on Saturday it was a rough day at the beginning Uh, but yeah that's the one thing I wanted to talk about and the other thing is angel numbers which probably sounds like something very spiritual in a way it is but I am new to it and I don't know much about it so we're gonna like kind of talk about it here and I'm gonna connect it to um what I think my angel number is so I found an article um on wellandgood.com and it is titled what angel numbers mean and why seeing them everywhere is great news it is by Jessica Estrada and it was actually written eight months ago, so seems like it is going to be pretty accurate. Um, and it says, "Ever noticed yourself stumbling upon repeating number sequences like 111, 555, or seven seven seven, basically everywhere? Like, let's say you wake up from a nap at two twenty-two p.m., then you buy a coffee for two twenty-two, and then you watch a movie that's two hours and twenty-two minutes long. If you've noticed such a pattern, it may be." A it may not be a coincidence. In numerology, this sequential repetition is referred to as angel numbers. Angels speak to us in synchronistic ways, which basically means that we will see something over and over again so much so that it goes beyond mere coincidence. And um, angel numbers work in accordance with the tenets of numerology, which upholds the notion that each number is connected to a certain vibrational energy or frequency that encompasses meaning beyond its sheer numeric value. So, for example, if you see the number 333 often, this sequence is a prompt from the angels to bring more balance into your life. They want you to look at the areas of your life that are not fully rounded out yet and self-correct. So, get some meditation going, embark on that workout routine, and finally start that vision board you've been procrastinating on. So, that was a quote from, I guess, the woman in this article who was interviewed. But, yeah, essentially, guys, angel numbers are numbers that you see often, and oftentimes they are um, sequences. So, repeating numbers 444, know, 1111. I know people see 1111 a lot, and that has a meaning behind it. But, I think this is very interesting, not necessarily because I believe in angels or anything like that, because I haven't really necessarily dived into that yet when it comes to exploring angel numbers. I think of it more as something connected to manifestation and just something kind of fun to learn about. And manifestation, I do believe, is very interesting. I I kind of do believe it to be real. And I think it's a positive thing to practice in your life. And maybe I'll do a whole episode on that sometime, but I don't know much about it. I'm not an expert on manifestation. And I think to a certain extent, you can manifest seeing these numbers over and over again because it's the same as when you get a new car and then you see every other person driving the same car as you or you see your car more often when you're out and about because you're you're looking for it because you recognize it. So for me, I have this number that I have been seeing often for the past ten plus years of my life. And the number that I have a connection to is 916, 916. And there's a reason for that. Um I had a friend growing up and she was my best friend throughout high school and even middle school years. And her birthday is September 16th, which is actually today and so she always had this connection to the 916 number she would see it often she would talk about how often she sees it and she almost sometimes got a little bit like creeped out by how often this number followed her around and it could be because you know it was her birthday so when she did see 916 in that sequence you know it stood out to her in her brain but What's weird about it is that it's almost followed me as well since I was close with her throughout those years. And now I don't really see her um, anymore or talk to her as often. But 916 has become a number that I see everywhere. And at least once or twice a week in different forms, whether that's time of day or just, um, you know, commercials, there will be a random number and I'll see 916. There's so many different, like, examples I can give you. But essentially, this is the number that I see and recognize often. And because I was seeing it so often, I kind of felt like um, there might be a reason why. And, you know, I don't have all the answers, but Google Google kind of does have all the answers sometimes. So I decided to Google it. And I did research, and that's when I discovered angel numbers. And um, the number 916 technically is an angel number. It does have a meaning to it. And I think there are all kinds of numbers that you could look up the meaning of and just, you know, if you happen to see a sequence of numbers often, you could just do a quick Google search and see the meaning of it. It's kind of a little bit like horoscopes in a way to me. That's what it reminds me of. So, yeah, I am going to share with you what my angel number or what I think 916, the angel number, means. Alright, so I found uh, the definition or what the meaning of 916 is as an angel number. And according to angelnumbersmeaning.com, it means that divine forces want you to realize that you are never alone in your efforts. Different people will appear in your life and they will be of great help in your journey. When you know this, you should appreciate more the people who enter your life. When they need your help, be there for them. Remember that for very good reasons these people are in your life the universe has sent these people into your life and it's up to you to accept the help these people can give you you are like a string on an instrument but you can function quite well yourself so that is what that website says there's a few other websites and they all kind of say the general um thing about you know valuing the people in my life and so if you see the number 916 a lot you know just a fun fact of the day i guess that's what that means. And I think it actually applies pretty well to my life, because there are times when I do feel like I can do everything on my own, I don't need anyone's help, but really, the people in my life are there for a reason, and it's important that I, you know, make sure I value them, and I'm there for them as much as they are there for me. So, that's my little angel number reminder, and so every time I see 916, I kind of just see it as a sign to just, you know, appreciate the people around me, and, um, Just know that they're in my life for a reason. All right, so yeah, I thought that'd be fun to share with you guys. And also just like if you have a number you see a lot in your life, you know, have some fun and and look it up. Uh, Google it. That's my answer to anything is Google it because there are so many things out there, so many resources for you to find answers, whether they are true or not. Sometimes it's just cool to look into those very interesting uh, you know, things on the internet. So, yes, that is uh, the first part of this podcast. The second part uh, is going to be me taking a quiz on BuzzFeed.com. Okay, the title of this quiz is What Percent 90s Kid uh, Were You? And it's again on BuzzFeed, and it was created on March 11th, 2016, just in case you were wondering. Um, and so, I'll just go ahead and I'll read off every question, I'll tell you what I'm going to answer, and then I'll, you know, share with you guys what my results are, because I am curious to see how much of a 90s kid I truly am, because when I look back on my childhood, I kind of like to think that I basically grew up, obviously, in the early 2000s, and to a certain extent, a lot of the 90s trends spilled over into the early 2000s, so, you know, you know, the TV shows were still on at that time, the fashion trends were sort of the same, but... Um, they definitely got a little weird in the early 2000s, so I will just go through each question, and we will see what my results are. The first question is, when were you born? I was born in 1995, so I'm just going to click that option. Second question is, what was your most favorite 90s toy? You can only choose one. So the options for this are Tamagotchi, Polly Pockets, Street Sharks, Littlest Pet Shop, Furby, Beanie Babies, Easy Bake Oven, Power Rangers, Sky Dancers, Skip It, Hot Wheels, and Bop It. Um, I'm going to click, I'm going to choose Polly Pockets only because I remember, this is a really random and funny story that will probably be embarrassing for me to share, but the very first time I got a blood test, which if you listen to my other podcasts, you know I don't like those, but my very first blood test I got when I was in 6th grade. So I was 12, okay? But I can remember um, bribing my mom to get me Polly Pockets if I went through with the blood test, as if I was going to be able to get out of it any other way. I literally don't know why I wanted Polly Pockets. I probably was way too old to be playing with them, but I'm pretty sure I did get Polly Pockets um, after that appointment, and I don't think I ever actually played with them. But I, I know that earlier on, when I was actually younger, I definitely liked them, so I will click on that one. That probably made me sound like a spoiled little brat, but I um, was just very angry with my parents for tricking me into getting a blood test, because I'm anti-blood test, okay? Anyways, the next question is, what was the best 90s treat? Uh, these options are Dunkaroos, High C, 3D Doritos, Butterfinger BBs, Squeeze Zit, Ring Pop, Fruit Strip Gum, Kid Cuisine, Flintstone Push-Up Pops, ooh, those were good. And tricks yogurt. Ooh, okay, these are all very good. I do recall the 3D Doritos, okay? That is a throwback for sure. I don't recall ever actually getting to eat them. Um, so I'm going to go with Squeeze It because I think Squeeze It was my favorite candy. I'm going to look it up real fast and confirm uh, because if it's the sour tube of actual just high fructose corn syrup, then it is definitely what I'm thinking of. We're going to see, okay, guys? Yes, oh my goodness, I loved that stuff so much. I would get it from Blockbuster every weekend. My mom would take us to Blockbuster, which is also a '90s thing because those don't exist anymore. And I would get the Squeeze It candy, and it oh, still so good. But yeah, very very bad for you for sure. It was just straight up sugar syrup. Okay, so I chose Squeeze It for that one. The next question is: Which artist or group was on repeat at your sleepovers? In uh, Sync. Backstreet Boys, Hanson, Spice Girls, Britney Spears, Green Day, No Doubt, TLC, Missy Elliott, R. Kelly, Oasis, Tupac, The Notorious Big, R B I G, Jay Z, Mary J. Blige, Puff Daddy, Janet Jackson, or Brandy. And for me, it was definitely Britney Spears. I can recall listening to not very much music when I was very young, except for Britney Spears. I definitely remember some Britney Spears throwback. Um and I hope she's doing well right now. Hashtag save Brittany for real though. Um okay, so the next question is what TV show did you watch over and over again? Family Matters, Full House, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Rugrats, Power Rangers, Boy Meets World, The Secret World our Secret Word, Word of Alex Mack. I've never heard of that one. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Kenan and Kel, Doug, Hey Arnold, The Magic School Bus, Arthur, The Simpsons, All That, Street Sharks, and Rocket Power. Um, for me, it's probably going to be either Arthur or uh, Rugrats. I think I'm going to go with Arthur. I actually watched that often when I was younger. Enough that I think I named my first hamster, or I wanted to name my first hamster, DW. After his little sister. I think that was her name. But, yeah. Uh, Next question is, what did did you usually do on the weekends? Browse Blockbuster. Kind of already talked about that. Chat with friends on AOL Instant Messenger. Stop at Bath & Body Works to buy things from the Art Stuff line. Watch the latest Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Invite friends over to play on your Nintendo. Or have Nerf gun wars with your BFFs. I'm going to go with Browse Blockbuster because we really did do that a lot, okay? It was so much fun, and I really miss Blockbuster. Except, if we're being honest here, I didn't browse Blockbuster in the 90s. I browsed it in the 2000s, but I guess that's how this is going to decide how much of a 90s kid I was. Um, Yeah, so what was your go-to computer program at school? And the answers are Kid Picks, Solitaire, Minesweeper, Microsoft Paint, Millie's Math House, Oregon Trail, or Math Blaster. Probably going to go with Oregon Trail for that one. The other option for me would definitely be Microsoft Paint. I'm actually very impressed with how many of these I do remember. Um, So yeah, I'm very excited about this quiz and the answer it's going to give me hopefully. So what was your most prized school supply? Jelly Roller Pins. Lisa Frank Folders. Oh my goodness. I remember those. Neon Eraser Caps. I had those. Mr. Sketch scented markers. I loved those. Multicolored push-up pen. Space maker pencil box. Cartoon themed plastic lunchbox. Okay, so my most prized was probably the jelly roller pins. I'm going to go with the jelly roller pens just because I really was obsessed with pens when I was younger and I do recall having those. And I had ones that were scented. Does anyone remember having jelly pens that were all different colors but they were scented. Um yeah, that was a memory that I didn't know I still had, but it just came back to me right now. So love that for me. Uh but I just chose that one. The next question is Did you ever wear anything flannel? Um the answers are hell yeah or I don't think so. So just two options. I'm gonna go ahead and click I don't think so because I don't recall wearing flannels until um, the hipster trend came along in 2014, and then I really got into flannels. The next question is, did you own inflatable furniture? And the answers are, LOL, yes, no, but I wanted to, and nope. I'm just going to go with nope. And did you have your own pog collection? Um, I don't know what pogs are, so that's one of the options. I'm just going to click, what are pogs though? Question mark. Did you ever pretend to play power rangers on the playground yes go go power rangers or sometimes or nah and i think the answer is nah for me did you ever beg your parents to let you get frosted tips or crimp your hair um i never had to beg my parents to do that i think i was a little bit ahead of those trends but i did recently buy a hair crimper and i i love doing that that's a trend that came back this year kind of more like big hair crimps not the super crazy ones from the 90s uh the next question is how many goosebumps books have you read okay that um i'm going to answer too many to count that's one of the options because it's very true i definitely read a lot of those what 90s scent will forever be ingrained in your brain teen spirit deodorant dr pepper lip smackers l'oreal kids shampoo juice bar perfume spray herbal essences shampoo or um, Calvin Klein 1. I'm going to go with Dr. Pepper Lip Smackers, because I definitely had a bunch of Lip Smackers when I was younger, and I still love those to this day. We're already to the last question, and it is, uh, did you ever use a tape player to record your favorite radio jam? And the answer is, I don't recall. I don't recall. Um, Okay, so, overall results here. Uh, You got 90%. Ninety percent. Wow, there's no denying that you experienced a lot of '90s esque things as a kid. Don't even try and deny making up a dance routine to your favorite NSYNC song. Wear your '90s badge loud and proud. Well, okay. So I don't know how accurate a BuzzFeed quiz is, but I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Ninety percent. Although I know people listening to this are going to be a little bit older than me and definitely remember way more than the 90s than I do. So props to you. You guys are definitely more of a 90s kid than I am because, I mean, obviously being born in 1995, I don't really remember that much of the actual 90s. But like I said earlier, I think a lot of the 90s trends definitely kind of continued on into the early 2000s and I do remember those years pretty well. All right, so we're about five minutes before I like to cut this podcast off. So I'm going to actually not, I'm not going to do another quiz, but I'm going to uh, read off like uh, some other things from another BuzzFeed quiz that relates to 90s things. And we're going to just chat about them and see if uh, any of you guys did these things. We'll talk about if I did them. Uh, So this one is if you did at least 40 of these 57 things, then you were such a peak 90s kid. So yeah, we'll just run through a few of these. Uh, One of them says, made witch fingers with bugles before you ate them. I definitely did this, and I think I did this within the last, like, five years, too, because bugles still exist, and they're still very delicious, in my opinion, okay? Another one is, hoped and prayed that the movie or game you wanted would be behind the box, and... Okay, a lot of people who are younger will not understand this one. It's in reference to Blockbusters and even um, like GameStops and places like that. So I definitely do recognize this one from when I would go to Blockbuster and basically they would have like the movie title or cover and then behind it would be the actual movie that you have to pick up and rent. So I do remember that. And another one is Dunked Mini Dunkaroos. I don't recall ever getting to experience Dunkaroos, which I know is very sad, but I do remember those chocolate eggs that you would crack open and there was candies on the inside. They discontinued them and they finally brought them back a few years ago. So much fun. The next one is Eight Gushers and felt scared you were going to turn into a giant fruit monster. That one's hilarious because it basically references a commercial for Gushers and honestly guys, 90s and early 2000s commercials are so amazing and so nostalgic to go back and like look at they probably have compilations on youtube but we had some great commercials back in the day and i think it is a very nostalgic thing to think about because nowadays while commercials still exist they exist in a different format than they used to because i remember watching commercials when i would sit down and watch disney channel and experience actually watching cable tv whereas now it's just constant streaming of netflix shows or um, YouTube, where I do watch ads, obviously, but yeah, I think a lot of kids today don't even have to experience commercials or get to experience them like we used to get to. The next one is very accurate, and I definitely recall this, but it says, wanted a robot dog because it felt like the future, and I remember these robot dog toys, and people were going crazy over them, kind of similar to the Furbies and how obsessed people were with those, which is a whole other topic, but yeah, the uh, robot dog, I think it was called the iDog, I don't really know. I never actually got to have one, I don't think, but McDonald's made their own little toy version of it, and I got one of those, and I have early memories of having a robot dog and thinking that it was the most futuristic thing ever, and little did I know just about 10 or so years later, I would be able to hold a computer in my hands, as in the cell phones that we carry around with us now, which are obviously very high tech. And uh, the next one is, let's see, had oatmeal and a dinosaur excavation in one. Actually, I never got to have the oatmeal that had the dinosaurs in it until I was of age to babysit my neighbor's kids who love that stuff. And um, yeah, that oatmeal still exists and it is definitely better than any other oatmeal out there it is delicious and filled with sugar learned a lot of science thanks to bill yes shout out to bill nye the science guy who thankfully is still relevant today via social media and he's even on tiktok i love bill nye he kind of went away for a while but then he came back and uh if you're a 90s kid then you probably praise him like I do, and as you should, we should all praise him. Bill Nye for president, 2020. We're going to end with another candy-themed one, and I'm going to have to explain it to you because um, the actual, like, BuzzFeed thing just says, ate these sour delicacies, and it has a picture of what I'm going to talk about. So, does anyone remember Altoids, like the mint? Mint. Um, but at the time, they made Altoids Sours, and they were mango sours, and they also came, I think, with, like, strawberry, but I think I did enjoy the mango ones the most, and I do remember buying these, and I'm really, really sad they don't have them anymore, because they were seriously one of my favorite candies at the time, so, yeah, anyone remember those? Let me know. There's a lot of other nostalgic candies on here. Cosmic Brownies, that's not a candy, but I definitely still eat those, and um, I guess they were a 90s kid food. Oh my goodness, Uh, the cream savers, like the little hard candies that were like strawberry and cream. I think they still make those too, but okay. Anyways, I will move on with the conclusion of this podcast, which, you know, I think this one actually turned out pretty good. I'm happy that I talked for a full 30 minutes about, you know, angel numbers and then 90s nostalgic things, which hopefully stays on brand with the overall theme of this podcast and I hope you guys all enjoyed I think it's just fun to sit down and talk about this kind of stuff whether anyone listens to it or not um, but I do want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast who has downloaded it um, who has listened to it on apple podcast or spotify and um, if you guys haven't already and you want to I would be so appreciative if you could give me a rating or a review that would be really helpful I haven't really asked that yet because I kind of forgot that was even a thing, so definitely do that if you guys want to, and um, I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. Give me feedback on my Instagram account, at Pod. You can follow me on there. You can also follow me on my Instagram, my personal one, which is uh, Katie Leggett. and like I've said in the past, I like to take any, you know, uh, ideas you guys have and turn those into episodes, so if you guys think you have a good idea for a podcast episode I can do, let me know, reach out to me, and I also like to kind of involve my listeners in my episodes, and I do that by using Instagram, so you definitely want to follow me on there, and I am hoping I will be able to record an episode for you guys next week because I'm super excited. I'm taking an entire week off, and... I really need it. I have not taken very much time off from my job in a long time. So I'm so pumped to have an entire five days off, but then also the weekends included. So I should have plenty of time to get another episode filmed. So yeah, if you guys have any suggestions on what you want me to talk about next week, just hit me up on Instagram and let me know. And I hope you guys all enjoyed this week's episode of My Zillennial Life. I will talk to you in the next episode. (coughs) Goodbye.